All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning to everyone. It is the start of a brand new week and I am Hormuz Fatakia, back to tell you all that you need to know on the 8th of March. First up, in news just coming in, oil prices rose to their highest since May of 2019 after Saudi Arabia said that the Ras Tanura oil terminal, one of its most protected oil facility, came under a missile attack on Sunday. The attacks were the second such instance since September of 2019 when a key processing facility and two oil fields were attacked. A spokesperson with the Saudi Energy Ministry told Bloomberg that the attacks did not result in any injury or loss of life or property. Oil output was also unaffected, according to people with knowledge of the matter. The Ras Tanura oil terminal is capable of exporting nearly 6.5 million barrels per day or 7% of the overall oil demand. In other international news, China foreign minister has warned the US president to stop crossing the line and playing with fire with regards to the issue of Taiwan. The minister at its annual news briefing said that there is no room for compromise in China's claim to sovereignty over the democratically ruled island. Back home, the government has proposed to significantly increase the authorized capital of Life Insurance Corporation of India to 25,000 crore rupees from the current 100 crore rupees. A proposed amendment says that the government will hold at least 75% stake in the company for the first five years post its IPO and subsequently hold at least 51% stake at all times. The amendments will be part of the Finance Bill 2021, which will be taken up during the budget session of Parliament, which convenes today. Two people with direct knowledge of the matter have told Bloomberg Quint that lenders to Bhushan Power and Steel have agreed to JSW Steel's terms for purchasing the assets of the insolvent steelmaker. Sources said that once the creditors communicate their decision formally, JSW Steel will transfer the funds into an escrow account before taking over the assets. While a JSW spokesperson said that they are in constant touch with the committee of creditors, SBI and the company's resolution professional are yet to respond to Bloomberg Quint's query. Mutual funds have pulled out over 16,000 crore rupees from equities in the month of February, making it the ninth straight month of outflow. Data shows that mutual funds have continuously withdrawn from the equity market since June last year and have withdrawn over 1.2 lakh crore rupees until February. The recent bout of volatility in the markets have also made foreign investors turn net sellers in the first week of March. FPIs withdrew over 5,000 crore rupees as they chose to book profits amidst rising bond yields. Multiplex major PVR plans to invest another 150 crore rupees to open 40 new screens across the country in FY22. Joint Managing Director Sanjeev Bijli told PTI that the company aims to have 1,000 screens by the end of the next financial year. PVR is currently present in 71 cities across India and Sri Lanka where it operates a total of 844 screens. Arti Speciality Chemicals, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of Arti Drugs, has been given an approval under the Production-Linked Incentive Scheme for the pharma sector. The drug for which the company has received an approval will have a committed production capacity of 4,000 million tons per annum and the rate incentive will be 10% of the total sales value per annum until FY28. 
Some updates from the IPO space, the issue of MTAR technologies was subscribed 201 times as bidding closed on the final day on Friday. Subscription was led by non-institutional investors which saw demand of 650 times the shares on offer. The institutional portion saw subscription of 165 times while the retail portion was subscribed 28 times. The issue saw subscription which was higher than that seen by Mrs. Bechter's Foods which was subscribed close to 200 times last year. With one issue closing, another one opens for subscription today with online travel portal Easy Trip Planners becoming the 10th IPO of the year. The company looks to raise over 500 crore rupees through the issue that opens today and will go on until Wednesday. Shares will be sold at 186 to 187 rupees each and at the upper end of the price band, the company will be valued at over 2000 crore rupees. With that, I head across to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup of the day. Morning Neeraj, two straight days of losses. FIIs too have remained net sellers over the last two sessions. How are we set up for today and for this truncated week? Well, Hormis, um, thanks for that. And um, I would presume that with the Dow futures rising on Sunday evening as the new stimulus package from Washington headed for the final passage this week, it would seem that we will start off well. The early risers in Asia, of course, are doing that. Remember, uh, or do note that the futures contracts strike to Dow added about 72 points or 0.23%, while S&P and NASDAQ, uh, S&P was flat, NASDAQ was slightly lower yesterday, which signals the midweek the recent underperformance by the tech stocks may continue on Monday. But this uptick comes after a pullback move late on Friday post the stronger-than-expected jobs report. And the reason for this uptick could well be attributed to the U.S. Senate passing that $1.9 trillion, $1.9 trillion economic relief bill. Uh, now, we all know what it does, right? It pays the way for extensions to unemployment benefits and another round of stimulus checks, etc. And if Joe Biden, as expected, will sign it into law before March 14th, that should aid the sentiment on the U.S. markets, which is important for India. But what does this mean for the Indian markets today? I, I, I believe rise and shine seems to be the order of the day. Last few weeks, the markets seem to be correcting on Fridays only to bounce back on Mondays, and this time may not be too different either. Some key quant indicators indicate that this is a good time to build short-term long positions. And while the level of 15273 is seen as an immediate hurdle as per technical analysts, 14760 on the Nifty is seen to be the key support. Yeah, the, the interesting thing that I spotted is that if one glances through the Biden administration's security guidance, it seems to be more good news for India. China has been upgraded to the to a level of preeminent competition. You could read it as a threat, maybe. And there is a promise to deepen ties with India. First time ever that such a term has, been, has apparently appeared in SG as per one article that I read. Now, one would imagine U.S. companies to relocate manufacturing to India and other Asian countries. And that should be great news for India and Indian manufacturing. Would that mean that tech would stay soft? Maybe so. But not just for today. I think even for the medium term, the rotation to cyclicals and value uh, seems to be longer term in nature. Hormuz has spoken about Adani ports already, so I won't dwell too much on it. Uh, it should be positive. Morgan Stanley says the market will give a thumbs up to this transaction. I think the EV-related stocks as well as the power stocks will be in focus today based on the trading patterns and the deals that we saw on Friday. Watch the trade setup for more on this, by the way. It comes at 8 a.m. And I would keenly watch the metal stocks in today's trade as well as select textile companies as cotton yarn prices seem to be on the way up, which will benefit select textile firms. Incidentally, 
Vardhavan Textile Promoters are consistently buying shares from the open market, including a transaction of about 60 crores on March 4th. So therefore, this is a space that everybody should be watching out for. All in all, a choppy week ahead with US sino tensions not ebbing and rotation of sectors at play in India. I hope it turns out well for all of you. Stay safe, wear your masks, and if you can, get vaccinated. Thanks so much for tuning in to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 